Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. From Chicago, Illinois, hosting WGN's Nightside, Mike Heidemann, Heidemann, Heidemann and Paul Farva. Welcome in, listeners, to WGN Radio. <laughs> My name is Michael Heidemann. I'm Paul Farva. And you guys are on quite the journey for tonight. <laughs> this is our first time together here at the station. It can't, we are very excited to be here with you. Thank you to everyone who listens in. Just a quick heads up on who we are and where to call us. You can call us at 312-981-7200 or text in anytime. You might have heard me before on Sound Sessions. I'm Patty's producer, Patty and Andrea's producer, and it's great to, you know, be a part of the show. And now they've handed over the keys to my good friend Paul and I. Paul, this is your first time behind yeah. the mic. What's going on, man? I first of all, I love the intro music that you created. Well, I was very much. impressed. I felt like uh, I was going to be at a concert in 1978, <laughs> and then all of a sudden the lights were on. But um, it hit yeah. you already. Well, that's thanks to our good friend Ernie Scatton, who's here at the station. Oh, cool. There's a lot of cool imaging. But tell uh, us about yourself, I like it. man. Uh, well, you know, you guys all know me from uh, Patty's show. I've been on Patty's show as a guest on Mondays and sometimes Thursdays for the last. A long time over years but uh yeah i'm a comedian in town and uh and mike and i run two guys one album an amazing podcast yes and we do on here on wgn and i also have a podcast called singles only on uh, itunes and the laugh factory channel and uh i run some shows too here at chicago the, i i love seeing you on stage there's a yeah. lot of things that um you can do in the city and to be honest one of the greatest things to do on the weekend is to see you paul farvar ah. and what i do during the weekdays is listen to our podcast two guys one album during the week yeah we are music insiders we're going to talk a lot about music on this show tonight based mm-hmm. on uh stuff that we talk about on two guys one album which is an amazing podcast we get to review albums that we love and also albums that we don't know or love and yeah. uh and we've gotten a lot of mail uh on the show surprisingly from people talking about the albums mm-hmm. and uh you know it happens some some of the songs and, and albums that we discuss or bands that we discuss we're not going to agree on <laughs> well that's the greatest thing about music too because it's so subjective what you want to listen to and what you want to hear because we can be talking about bands like Dave Matthews, which mm-hmm. everyone seems to really like, but you know we weren't really big fans of it. Or you too. Some people have very strong opinions about these bands. They're mm-hmm. almost like it, it, a lot of bands can become the Nickelback of their generation right. at, at times. So Nickelback isn't even that bad of a band. Uh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> well, if you want to listen to, it, you can find it on WGN Radio. Paul, what's about we say hi to everyone who is here with us on the show? We have our great producer yeah. Casera. What's going on, Casera? Hey, what's going on? Not too much. Yes, I was looking. There's so many lights on. By the way, you brightened up the room. Yeah, it's super like, bright. It's like the surface of the sun in here right now. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to turn down the lights, Michael. Because <laughs> Sarah, uh, yeah. I just want to let you know that we voted for you uh, in that uh, contest. When, when was it you. again? 
Thank you. Oh, the North Coast oh, Toast right. of the Toast competition. Yeah, I was I was a I was the one that was like the voter the vote that put you over. The you top. were the vote that got me. Yeah, way mm-hmm. over. We were talking were that about one, it. That one vote. I'm pretty sure because okay. when I was looking at the stats, it was pretty. It was a dead heat. It was a barn burner, and then they were like, "Who do you say? Who say right. you, Paul?" And, and I was you, like, "You came in and." Yeah, so but you know what? Out. I don't Thank need so thanks much. for anything. Yes. No, no, I, I would have done it even if I didn't know how amazing you were. Thank you. That means a lot to me. Thank you so much. Wow, it's great. Well, how awesome does that feel, being a part of the North Coast Music Festival, which is such a huge music conglomerate here in the city and you know with all the amazing festivals we have as far as Lollapalooza Riot Fest this is like the go-to spot for DJs in the city it is it's life-changing and mind-blowing because this is like my first year actually even performing at festivals so I was at Pitchfork and I also performed at Man Beyond the Beach but I wasn't on any of the main stages so and I had told myself after Pitchfork like okay next year I'm going to come heavy and I'm going to be on a main stage at one of these festivals. And then for this competition to come up, when I entered, I had no idea I was even going to pull in as many votes as I did. And I got over 1,000 votes. Wow. How many, how many contestants were there? In total, they had about 50 entries. Wow. And they looked at the top 25 and selected eight finalists. Okay. Um, so they took four DJs and four live acts. Um, so myself won for the DJs. And then on the live act side, they actually took two of my friends. So uh, the one artist, his name is Independent. And the other, it's a duo of female rappers called Mother Nature. Okay. Um, so it was just super, it was awesome in general just to even be on the same stage as them for the competition. But then to see that we all won together, yeah, that's even it fun. made it that much better. Because it's like, wow, my friends are coming too. This is great. So when you guys are backstage, you have someone to talk to instead of like just yeah, staring at everybody like we, else. We were that's able a cool to, feeling. You know, talk to each other. Cause, yeah. And then the cool thing about it is like we weren't in competition with each other. It was like DJs were against DJs, mm-hmm. live acts against live acts. So it wasn't like, a, hey guys, I got my eye on you. I'm bringing my A game today. It was more so like, uh, are you ready? You know, you got this. I hope you guys win. Oh, I wanted it to be like, you know, everyone in yeah. just the cuffs. And like, it's like it's American Idol. There was one other DJ there, and she was really getting under my skin because she knew that I was nervous. And she was like trying to like prey on that. Oh, no. And then when she went, her set was a bust. <laughs> Oh, man. And it made me feel so much better. Karma, yeah. See, that's what happens. That's yeah, like the no. Ronda Rousey where you don't like touch gloves and then you get choke slammed or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's what it match. felt like. Because um, I came in very clean. I was like, you know, I'm really nervous, actually. Um, I don't really know any of the other DJs here. I'm just going to talk to my friends. I'm scared. Because everyone walked in with like a posse of friends and I walked in by myself. And even like the stage director was like, who are you with? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> DJ Cash. Do you know who I am? And he's That's like, say. where's the rest of you? And I was like, it's just me, man. <laughs> I'm it. I'm, I'm the party here. It's already disappoint, but That's, That's awesome. That is unreal. Well, congratulations, Casera. Thank you so much. Thank you. And that's DJ Cash Era. And speaking of the hardest rocking woman in radio, in traffic, we got Esmeralda in traffic right now. What's going on, Esmeralda? Nothing. <laughs> I, know, I felt like that intro deserved that. <laughs> it, was a, it was a little bit hard on the rock. I mean, did you feel it? I wanted to feel it through the airwaves. That's why I, we we put it together. I needed Ernie's voice to just punch us through. Oh, for sure. Oh, well, thank you. That's very that's much. what you use him for. Yes, to punch you through. <laughs> how's your weekend going? How, or how's your week going? Weekend. I feel like it's the weekend. Because <laughs> every day's the weekend for me. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's going good. Okay, it's almost good. the end of it. Thank goodness. 
It's just Wednesday. I know, but it's the middle. That's which true. Which means there's like, I technically only have one more day. So. Oh, that's awesome. I, t- that's I awesome. start early. Thursdays are my Fridays. Hmm. Well, I said I said weekend because Esmeralda and I have hosted together on the weekends, and I'm used to speaking to her from this side of the mic when it's about two o'clock in the morning on the weekend. Yeah, even so when they don't ask us, we come in. <laughs> <laughs> we sit at microphones that aren't on <laughs> and just play. Yes, this is where we that's we fine. think it's real. It is real. I think so. If you believe, Paul, if you believe. Exactly. That's, hey, that's what happened to us. And then we, we were we were doing this, and now we're here. So I know. It's it's pretty amazing. Well, let's, before we go to break, what's going on, Don? How are you doing in the news? Very well, thank you. Nice to talk to you. Nice to talk to you as well. I love those docile tones. They make me feel so at home, <laughs> like a comfy blanket. Good, good. I'm glad. That's the point. I want everyone to just kind of like let the eyelids just droop a little bit, and let's talk some talk some news. <laughs> well, Don, let's. What's your favorite uh, favorite music act? We were talking about our favorite bands, and I think that's what we're gonna we're gonna be speaking about next is favorite concerts and where you know you kind of get into the nitty gritty of of the of the crowd and you feel that pulsing bass or or whatnot what's what's sure. what, what's your favorite band and what's your what, what, one of the best concerts you went to um i the most the most the band i've seen the most live is the dave matthews band since you oh. mentioned it earlier oh. Come on, Don. oh yeah but i will say or a little earlier in the summer i did see the foo fighters at wrigley oh, nice. and uh, that was an incredible show that they're they're one of the best bands to see. Even when I'm not a huge True Fighters fan, like I saw them live, I was like, "Wow, they yeah. are amazing!" Yeah, I mean, it was even, unbelievable. I mean, I like them. Obviously, I have their I have their uh, music, but Dave Matthews, on the other hand, um, <laughs> we have some we have some conversations that we talked about on the podcast this week. Actually, mm-hmm. on that on Ooh. that very the new album. Did you buy the new album? Uh, it was actually given to me from a friend who knows that I like uh, Dave, and um, who bought it and didn't like it. <laughs> Possibly, okay. I might have been regifted on that, um, but I do. At least they had wrapped it up again in plastic, so they went the extra mile if they did. Oh, and do you like the album? Um, yeah, I, there's a few songs on there that uh, stuck out that I enjoyed. Um, I kind of like uh, Dave's when he, you know, a little more mellow stuff, like just kind of like maybe him on an acoustic guitar, like getting a little higher octave. I kind of like. Uh, I kind of like that. He stuff. doesn't go as high on this album. We noticed. I don't know no. if you noticed that as well. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't uh, huh. compared to like Sweet on Away from the World and Virginia in the Rain's a yeah. little lower kind of thing. I mean, he might have been high during the album, but he wasn't as high. Most as likely, well. yeah, I, I think the years of have taken a toll on his high range octaves probably <laughs> can't squeeze those chords as uh, it happens nicely. it happens <laughs> well that is an amazing concert experience i'm sure a lot of us here especially in the midwest have been a part of dave matthews and whether going to alpine or seeing him at wherever he plays i haven't been to a dave matthews show in a really long mm-hmm. time but let's talk about that next favorite concerts paul give us a call 312-981-7200 oh when you Yeah, that's the stuff. That's the stuff. Dear God. Don, is that taking you back, my friend? All the way to a high school parking lot, my friend. (laughs) Does this go on for another 30 minutes? (laughs) The live version probably goes like 45 or 50. He starts into the djembe solo right about here. Okay. I... You know, this... I, I don't have... I want to. I I make fun of Dave Matthews band all the time, but to be clear, the first band I was in was a Dave Matthews cover band, and we were called Under the Table. I was a huge Dave Matthews fan. Yay! But then 
I stopped doing drugs. And I was like, why was I listening to this? <laughs> this is horrible. Yeah, there is that. There's that ne- the necessity to appreciate Dave Matthews, <laughs> I think. Yep. No, he's great. He's super talented as a guitarist. And we didn't end up doing a lot of uh, songs by Dave Matthews, even though we were a Dave Matthews cover band, because their songs are really hard to play on guitar. And as a lead guitarist, I just couldn't learn them. So we ended up doing a lot of <laughs> Better Than Ezra and like cranberries, which were a lot easier to play. A lot of open nice. E's. Oh, I'm yeah. Sure. A lot of open chords were a lot easier to play than Dave Matthews' weird uh, fingering on his guitar. Well, there's something to say about how talented musicians are that go out every single night and play music mm-hmm. here and everywhere um paul did you happen to watch the vmas i did uh, not i had a show but uh i saw some news about it yeah there was a lot of news that came out whether it be madonna causing Mm -hmm. some kind of controversy i can't believe madonna's still causing controversy after these years she knows how to create publicity man old enough to be your grandma and still stirring that pot still very attractive well monday night's mtv movie awards or i'm sorry video music awards brought in its smallest uh, amount of people to date, the, it drew a, a mere 5.23 million viewers wow. on MTV and simulcast on other Viacom networks because, you know, they, they need to show it on multiple channels to bring as many people as they can into this great, great... I feel like a lot of it has to do with they're aiming it at millennials, and a lot of millennials don't really watch TV anymore. So I don't know if that's a fair argument, but... Exactly. Exactly. And that goes on to the fact that there are so many more of these big EDM, which stands for electronic dance music, as the kids call it, mm-hmm. uh, festivals that are popping yeah. up all over the nation. And we're almost getting too heavily saturated on these festivals. Yeah. But it just speaks to how much going to a concert means to some people. Um, we've got some text here. Did you want to well, take Well, before we talk about that, oh, yeah, even ahead. you and I talked about Lollapalooza. This year was the first year. I've, I've gone to Lollapalooza every year for years. And and uh, and honestly, it was like the first year I didn't know ninety percent of the bands. Yeah, and and it felt like and you and I were at Lala together, and we were just like, they, it seems like they're purposely aging me out of it. You know what I mean? Like it used to be at least like four or five bands would be on there. You'd be like, oh, cool. Mm-hmm. And this year there were some amazing bands that, that were awesome too that I wanted to see. But um, but this year there was a lot of the EDM took over. Yeah. Even they used to just be limited to Perry's tent, which is one stage. But mm-hmm. now it's like every stage had some sort of EDM going on. Did Perry so. have a tent at one time? Because that was the biggest stage I've ever yeah. seen. It was Perry's tent was what it was earlier. Wow. But this year, remember we went to that area. It was awesome. But um, <laughs> I was like, I'm too sober for this. Um, <laughs> well, we, yeah. have some, we have some texts coming through. We were talking about favorite concerts. What was your favorite concert, Michael? You know, I I have a lot of favorite concerts that I've been to. Uh, um, I've had the opportunity to work on sound sessions with his which is a music podcast here on wgn radio and i've been afforded the the opportunity to go to south by southwest where you see just hundreds of artists during a, a right. entire week uh we live in chicago which you can see a show every single night um i'm gonna get to i'm gonna i'm gonna tease my favorite concert coming up i'm gonna get to some of these texts and we're gonna okay. we're gonna take a quick break go to the news and then we're gonna crush the topic of concerts with our guest as well mike from jam productions which we're very excited yeah, to speak yeah. to. Uh, what from, are people saying their favorite concerts are? From the 219, most memorable concert for, for me was Frank Zappa at the Auditorium Theater's Theater on Mother's Day. And he said, yep, older than dirt, Jeff. Jeff, you are my 
best friend, and you are not older than dirt. Keep that rock alive. Paul, do you want to take the next one? Yeah, uh, there's one from the 815, said Blink-182 and Green Day. But the oh, one I like sounds smart. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes, you're a fan of Blink-182. Mm-hmm. Uh, 847 says, my favorite concert is any concert that isn't a Dave Matthews concert. He sucks and always has... <laughs> Oh, well. Well, we won't read no. the rest of that. Polarizing. <laughs> he is a polarizing figure. That's for sure. <laughs> Don, much love to you. All right, we've got a few more here from Margaret. We're going to get to those. All right, we got a lot more coming up right now on Mike and Paul's show here on the night side. But before we get to news, we got a text from Margaret from the 312. Genesis, Turn It On Again tour in 2007 at the United Center was the best. My daughter and I had VIP seats in one of the skyboxes with free food and drinks. My daughter got to stay home from 8th grade because it was her first concert and we still have the t-shirts. Margaret and Bridgeport. (laughs) Margaret, that is an amazing, amazing experience and we will be talking more about these amazing experiences and the fact that we got a text from the 856? I don't know what that is. Paul's first band was Go Time. Go Tom. Go Tom. Go Tom. Very talented. Love their GNR concert with Paul. One of the best. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw Guns N' Roses with some people here. I see. Oh, that's Chris. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I know right who on. it is now. There is another great band that I've seen in concert before. One of the finest acts in all the land of Weezer. Rivers Cuomo, still uh, one of the greatest yeah, guitar guys I'm, there is. It's, one of the, it's on my bucket list. I have not seen them live, and I definitely want to. But uh, I agree with you. That was one of uh, the Two Guys, One Albums podcast where we both agreed was uh, the Blue Album was one of the greatest albums. So yeah, it We rarely is. agree. It rarely like is. The, the Siskel and Ebert of music albums. Yes. We I, never agree. I think we've been referred to that uh, that team once or twice before. So yeah, it makes a lot I think of sense. that's the first time. Okay, maybe it's the first time. That's fine. We're talking about favorite concerts here on WGN yes. Radio. This is Michael Heideman and Paul Farvar on WGN's Nightside. But right now, we want to hear from Scott, who we went to an Electric Light Orchestra show. What's going on, Scott? Oh, not only did I go to one show, I went to two shows at the Hollywood Bowl in 2016 and saw them. Oh, recently? And it was, yeah, it was phenomenal because they played with the L.A. Philharmonic Orchestra behind them. No, that's so cool. And and the end of the show, it was a fireworks finale. So I'd never been to the Hollywood Bowl, which is a beautiful place, and I, I'd read about it for years. Uh, ELO hadn't toured in decades, and they finally... Uh, Jeff Lynn finally decided to, well, I guess I'll tour a little yeah. bit. And have you guys ever made this mistake? So I left those two shows, and I thought, okay, I've seen them. I don't need to see them again. And I saw them last week at the Allstate Arena. Mm-hmm. And I just what it was okay, but you got to go on a high smaller, note. Scott. Yeah, I know. I should. I should have left it alone. <laughs> yeah, you you uh, see you them know. in Hollywood at the Hollywood Bowl with fireworks with symphony. Yes, you don't go back. That's how you end it. You don't I, go I, see them at Allstate. I know. I I had to vent and tell you guys this because I've I've been to about yeah I don't know two hundred concerts in my life. I can give you a couple of my other favorite ones. Go ahead. I saw John Denver at the Chicago Stadium in nineteen seventy four. Wow! And he also he also was backed by a full orchestra. Man, and it was just—it was just beautiful. 
Uh, saw Elton John at the stadium in 1976. Okay, and yeah. And that was one of the big tour. I mean, he was really, really, really popular then. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw Supertramp at the height of their popularity at Alpine Valley. And that, that was awesome. just a beautiful show. That's that was like all in, great shows. In 80, in 80 or so. Scott, uh, you... Do you guys have the feeling that there is a point in any band or artist career where they have i mean they're they're the hottest you know they're the most popular they're performing really great and that's 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 when, when you, you should see them yeah absolutely yeah. and it sounds like you were this you were a son of the 70s rock and roll and i really i really appreciate that scott scott that was an awesome call yeah thanks um, for calling scott you know you know Paul, oh, no problem. take care scott and thanks for listening to wgn sure guys keep up the good work take care my brother i uh yeah, I uh, these are all good concerts. I didn't see ELO, and I haven't seen John Denver. You know what I appreciate I the most about ELO, besides the great pieces of work that they create with that great electronic sound? What is that? Jeff Lynn's dedication to that perm haircut. The haircut. Yeah. Yeah. For years. Never he changed kept it. it. That's good. We, well, hair, rock hair is an important, which brings us to uh, one of my favorite, and actually the 330 said hit their favorite concert was My Morning Jacket. I agree. I saw My Morning Jacket uh, at the Vic Theater. A lot of it, thanks to our guest, uh, Mike LeMaestre from Jam Productions, who was also there with me uh, and uh, hooked me up with tickets for that show. Uh, Mike, thanks for coming on. I've known you for... 20 years, I think, now, uh, I think so. working yeah. with Jam. Uh, and, uh, yeah, you, you, you're you an agent, with, uh, with uh, work with some amazing bands at Jam Productions. You're an adjunct, pro- adjunct professor with the glasses on right now, I, right. I might add, <laughs> which you didn't have for 15 of those years that I knew you. Mike, what's going on? What are your favorite concerts? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Top three, well, go. You have seven seconds. You okay. are so deep in the uh, industry, too. That's so, so really, hard to say. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one. That, that's like it, saying, what's your favorite song of all time? It's really hard. Um, I usually think about some of the ones before I was in the industry. Um, so I saw Michael Jackson on the Bad Tour. Wow. No uh, way. How old yeah. were you when that, sh- when that show came to Oh, came gosh. Time? I was probably 15. Okay. Or yeah. Around there. Um, yeah. I saw my mom took me and my f- my friend and his mom. We went to see Run DMC Whoa. and the Beastie Boys what? at the old Rosemont Horizon in 1988 Together Forever tour. That's wow. an amazing concert. And that was kind of a <laughs> uh, that was a big one for me. That was one of the yeah. ones that sort of change your uh, life. Maybe yeah. Like, mm-hmm. thought, You're like wow, I want to start booking this, all these shows. I don't know what. <laughs> Anything that goes into to what this is, but I want to be around this more. Mm-hmm. Uh, were you so. like when you were going to those concerts? Were you looking around? Were you like, I wonder how many seats fill in this room? And you were already thinking <laughs> like was a booking not, agent. No, I was not. Uh, They've been there, but I don't buy it. <laughs> that herd is but, thin. But we're gonna we're gonna find out more. Uh, and then also, Mike Lemaistre is going to tell us about the upcoming schedule of concerts with Jam Productions, and we're going to talk about. Uh, best albums of all time soon and then we're gonna play what's paul eating a little later oh, a listener favorite a listener favorite <laughs> get your calls in 312-981-7200 you can text us at the same line 312-981-7200 <laughs>
WGN Radio Nightside. Ooh, that sweet, sweet oasis. Champagne Supernova. How's it going to be, Paul? You know, I don't know. I don't get high find me. (laughs) But this was a this was a great album we covered on Two Guys One Album, our podcast here on WGN that you can find on WGNRadio.com just by searching Two Guys One Album. Yes. Speaking about favorite concerts, favorite musicians, we've got Mike Lamastre here. Lamastre. I'm trying to put a little bit more sauce on yeah, it than like usual. It. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we got the master of concerts is what I'm going to refer to as 21 years in the music industry with Jam. It's one of the greatest and largest uh, independent music producers of live entertainment in the United States. But right now, we got to get to this call from Catherine talking about the time that she saw... Mr. Pat Boone and the Four Aces? What's up, Catherine? Yes, I did. That was down in Pontiac, Illinois. Somebody in our group heard that they were going to be in a big barn down there, and we got in the car. I was a senior in high school. The 22-year-old never heard of Pat Boone. But we went down, and he sang a big concert, and the Four Aces came out and sang, and then their transportation didn't come. Nuts. Everybody left, and we stayed. Pat Boone sang for a good half an hour for all of us, and so did the four aces. Wow. And Come then on. Pat Boone gave one of my friends his handkerchief, oh. and every night she put it around her head when she put her rollers up. Oh. And I got one of the four aces' handkerchiefs, oh and I put it in my blue jeans in my jeans and my mother got it mixed up with my dad's do you still have it but <laughs> no no got, my dad used it but uh since then i entered the convent and i'm really a sister all and, right, um, all right. For f- 55 years and i listen to wjgn any chance i get Oh, oh, my gosh. Thanks, and when you were talking about this, I just wondered if anybody remembers Pat Boone. He was wonderful. Him. You know, he did a, he did a album covers of uh, metal songs uh, right. recently. Right, Mike? In a, uh, not that recently, See? but maybe 20 years ago. In a metal mood. Ah, in a wow. metal mood. Did he play Enter Sadman when you saw him, Catherine? Does that sound familiar? Enter Sandman, bring me a dream. <laughs> oh, Different Sandman. Make him the sweetest that I've ever seen. That's Catherine, right. you are Thanks, one, Catherine. I know that very well. You are one rockin' sister. Songs and the four aces. Do you remember them? Yeah, yeah, of course. Not as well as Pat Boone, though. No, but you've heard of him. But that little 22-year-old girl, she wasn't even born yet. Oh. So she... Ariana yeah, Grande wasn't even anywhere on the spectrum at this point. No. Oh, exactly. Well, Catherine, that was anyway, so much, I Catherine. I had to call in and uh, put my two cents in because it was a lot of fun. Well, we really appreciate it, Catherine. That was an excellent call, and we hope you. We wish you all the best. And you know what? Keep on rocking, okay? I uh, hope you find that's that. what I'm trying to do. Yes. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Catherine, man, that was a great call. Yeah. From the convent to the rock and roll stage. That is right. She is a true rock and roll she, star. She's a, uh, a groupie, if you will. Ha- his yeah. handkerchief, too. Yeah. Man. Whatever it was made her swear to sisterhood after that. So it must have been an, a very, very important concert. Paul or Mike, have you ever guys ever caught like a uh, handkerchief or maybe a drumstick? Did you call t-shirt? it a handkerchief? Yeah, you know, that's what the, that's what the kids call it these days. Chief the Chief? chief. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> two different, have, two uh, different handkerchiefs. 
What have you caught? caught a drumstick. I have a drumstick. I have caught guitar picks. Okay. Uh, More than once. You get stuff backstage from them, too, like from your favorites. And stuff that you steal, probably, right? Yeah, you know, sometimes. People leave things behind sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. What's what's Um, your most cherished item that you've gotten thrown at a a show before? Oh, wow. Thrown Um, or received from a a fellow. So... My favorite band I I this growing up was uh, Chicago band Material Issue. Oh, yeah. Um, that was the the band that I, when I started to go see them in the early 90s, I felt like, okay, this... I had been to those big shows before yeah. and kind of got sucked in, but when I started seeing bands like that at places like Metro, I, f- I thought, oh... This is like a whole other level. This is even even more amazing. Just yeah. to see things at such an intimate uh, in an intimate setting. Absolutely, and the energy and the mm-hmm. and so and material issue was was my band and they they were unbelievable live. I saw them in concert in the nineties yeah. too. They were, you know, were that's really, wow. that's kind of how I felt. The first intimate concert I went to, you know, I used to go to big concerts uh, in the 90s when I was in, co- in high school. I saw Van Halen. Mm-hmm. I saw The Police. I saw Sting. So one of our callers, uh, 630, said that first Sting solo tour at Poplar Creek. I was there in 86. But the first time that music really impacted me was when I saw uh, a band called the Connells at Metro. Oh, in yeah. 93, yeah. 94. Open up somewhere. for Pat Boone. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Pat Boone was there. And, uh, and my friend Colby took me to the concert. I was like, this is something different. Going to a concert in an intimate setting is totally different than a, in, in a big show. And, and Jam Productions was responsible for all of that in Chicago for so long. And they've got some of the greatest shows coming to Chicago. Um, everyone's got to see them. What, what are some, what are some big shows that you guys have coming up? I looked on the website. I see Buffalo Tom, which is one of my favorite bands yeah, coming Yeah, Buffalo Tom at Metro. That's going to be But great. people are like, who? That's like a band that people don't know enough about. But you got Leon Bridges coming in. in yeah, uh, Leon Bridges. Aragon Ballroom. Let's see. That was that f- debut was a, a favorite record of mine from the past, yeah, that past was couple of years. I love that record. Record Company at the Riviera. Yeah, we're excited about that. That's a good one. You also have some great comedy shows, too, I might add. Uh, you got Cameron Esposito coming. Oh, wow. She's amazing. She's, She's a Chicago comedian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Doing big things. Yeah, I was yeah. when I started comedy, she was still here. Then she was, she was blowing up um, all over the country at that time. Colin Jost, or is that... That already uh, happened. That happened. Oh, that was okay. a couple of weeks ago. We had Colin Jost and then and Michael Che like within yeah, yeah. a week of each other. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's a great. I I got to uh, I got to perform on that stage at the Vic too uh, for a couple of shows. I did the um, uh, I did T J Miller and Dimitri Martin. Those were awesome shows. Were those guys? Those were both Vic, uh, jam shows. I think so. Oh, yeah. cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Belly. Wow. Belly is Belly. coming October sixth. I'm so excited about Belly. Do you? <laughs> they know, have do- a new record too. Uh, is it good? Is, it is good. It's really good. Between us, uh, girls, is it good? It's good. Okay, it's good. Uh, yeah, Tanya Donnelly can, can do amazing. no wrong in my book. Did but, you uh, Did you listen to Belly when you were? You know, I, I in McHenry I County. I see them very often come up in the zines and the the, <laughs> the music uh, wires, but I have never listened to them. My growing up in a 
a small town like McHenry, uh, Illinois, was was kind of. I mean, it was a lot of people were pushed either towards Pat Boone oldies <laughs> or like Alkaline Trio punk rock, uh, and that's kind of what I what, what I grew Pat, up to. Oh, Pat Boone. There's going to be a lot of Pat Boone references in Pat this show. Pat Boone. So. I, I haven't heard that name in a long time. But Belly, uh, that what was that what, Star was that Star Star. Yeah, that, that was, was a the great that album. Was a great record. Such a great album. The that, first time I saw Belly. Uh, they had a, it was a co-headline, but they closed, and the band that played right before them... Four Aces. Radiohead. What? No. I want, are they still around? <laughs> they're doing, are they doing yeah. okay? They I seem thought, to be doing I, okay. I think I saw them in a barn somewhere, they're but right. they're doing okay. Uh, yeah. Radiohead, wow, Radiohead that's amazing. Belly, yeah. I saw Dave Matthews' band open for Freddie Jones' band at Park West. Do you remember that That's concert? incredible. I don't remember that one. Did no. I make that up? Uh, I don't know if maybe. I did. No, I don't know. No, and then they played... That sounds like something. And then Dave Matthews came back happened. and played at Cubby Bear in 1995. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, because I have that... I do have that bootleg CD, and you can hear like people in the background, like, just... It's so loud. Yeah, you know, as much as... Or maybe it's 93. As much as Dave Matthews gets a lot of crap from people, and no pun intended, especially living here in Chicago and <laughs> the bridge being right oh, behind yeah. us in the studio... Yeah. Um... He he is an amazing artist, and he has a really great connection to Chicago. I know that he was on JBTV, which is our local uh, kind of what do you call it uh, UHF station, almost. I don't know if that's really the right reference to it, <laughs> but um, but it's it's a small TV station that ho- that showcases a lot of artists that come through the city of Chicago, and he played on that show, which is a very small studio back when he was first getting started, yeah. and then the next year, I mean, he's playing Alpine Valley, he's playing the United Center, he's playing all over the place. So yeah, lots there's of good a, things happening. There's a lot of great shows coming up here. I see Pete Yorn is coming too. Wow, yeah, he, Pete and that's Yorn. a great album. His first uh, his first album was great. Like. That's an album we got to cover on two guys. One album. Pete Yorn. Pete Yorn um, mm-hmm. Jim James. Did you say is coming? Jim James too? is. I don't uh, see it on your schedule. Well, okay. Is it not in, announced yet? Did no, we just break loss? We, no, it's okay. uh, it's it's in November, uh, sometime at the Vic. Lake Street Dive. Lake Street Dive. They're amazing the live. Riviera. Have you seen them live, yeah. Mike? I ate there three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, that's a band. That's another album that we got to cover. Lake Street Dive. Speaking of greatest albums, we got to start talking about albums here. You we know. do. But before we get to that, let's let's do a quick uh, shoot around the table here, because Sarah, I want to know what was your favorite concert you went to. That's such a hard question. <laughs> I know. Oh that's why we were grilling you um, on the spot. I feel like. One of my favorites that I will never forget is Toni Braxton. Oh, I yes. saw her for my 20th, 20th, 19th, 19th or 20th birthday. I don't remember which one. Okay. Um, that one is very dear to my heart because I am a huge Toni Braxton fan. Okay. Um, and then uh, I think most recently this year, it's seeing uh, Lauren Hill at Pitchfork. Oh, that, that show was, was phenomenal. That was really good. I mean, the the horn section, her dancers, her backup singers, yes. everything was right. And she it played... Was amazing. You know what? I wish she would have played the album in its entirety in um, in order, rather than kind of mixing up the yeah, songs. Yeah, I think that would have been cool, but I also feel like... That's a great album. If though. you listen to the album in that order, though, a lot of her like well-known Skits. hits are back to back to back. Yeah, she should so have mixed it problem. up. Yeah, I that's feel like true. that's the main reason why she decided to mix it up. Did she do the skits too during the thing? You know, the little, 
<laughs> Lauren Hill Wait, they, classroom. They, they did, did the classroom in the beginning. Oh, did they? Yes, they did. Yeah, in the, in the in the very very beginning, they had a DJ there and everything. So they did well, one of the skits, one of the many skits. And and if, if people are questioning what we're talking, what we're talking about the famous album by Lauren Hill, the Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Great great artist, because Sarah, that was awesome, and you're doing an awesome job producing. We have a lot Thank of texts you. coming through here. Um, Paul, do you want to read those up real quick? I did not see them. Oh, Dave <laughs> Matthews concert six three zero. That's what caught my eye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're not going to say what this happened. Uh, let's see. Can we say this with this set? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, yeah, see, a lot of these friendly. are six three zero said VHS or beta. We'll, we'll stop with there. The doubling down uh, Beatles text from eight four seven said I was at the Beatles nineteen sixty four concert. Honest first row mezzanine. The tickets were five dollars and fifty cents. You had to mail your request. My friend and I got lucky. The concert was at the old amphitheater on Halsted, I believe. They're calling you out, Paul. They are. <laughs> also, Pat Boone and the Four Aces were also present. No, no, I just made that part up. <laughs> Shout no, out, that's, Catherine. Uh, that's great. I, I, and Lauren Hill uh, is one of that's. And we talked about that on Two Guys, One Album. That mm-hmm. was one of my favorite albums of all time. Yeah, one of, I, the, one of the highest rankings we gave on the show, Two Guys, One Album, was, was Lauren for Lauren Hill. Hill. Yeah. What was your favorite album? Favorite album? Oh, wow. That's that a hard one, one. That one is hard. You know what? Let's tease that. Let's take a quick break. Okay. Give me some time to re- reevaluate, think Mike, about it. And you Mike? Can, you can stick around and tell us your favorite album before you leave? Sure. Okay. Yeah. You know, you're ready. Uh, I'm not ready, but I'll, <laughs> I'll be ready. <laughs> right on. Well, you're listening to WGN's Nightside with Michael Heideman and Paul Farvar. Give us a call, 312-981-7200. Text us at that same line, 312-981-7200. Yeah, dealing with some Lauren Hill. Welcome back. The four aces. (laughs) No, too soon. Welcome back to WGN's Nightside with Michael Heideman and Paul Farvar. We got Mike from Jam Productions here. We're talking favorite concerts. We see that the texts are still rolling in. We're yes. getting tons of calls, and we we can't uh, we can't get enough of this. This is a it's a great topic because it means <laughs> so much. People are so close to to their music. I mean, they will defend it until the day that they die. It's almost like a religion. Almost, yeah, music. And a lot of people don't like Dave Matthews. Sorry, Don. I don't know what to tell you, but that it's is just my not. church. Not everyone has to love it. <laughs> yes. but that's the church to which I subscribe. It's fine. As you said, you had a you had a favorite concert. Um, I would say one of my favorite concerts, and it's probably because it was the first time I was seeing them live, was Garbage. Oh, I yeah. I saw them in 2001, 2002. I, I have, and I love their first album. Mm-hmm, their mm-hmm. first album is amazing. Butch Fig, right? Yeah. 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 Still uh, playing drum, making those great albums like Nirvana's uh, Nevermind, and then freaking being in the band of, uh, for Garbage? Come yeah, on. He created that mm-hmm. band, right? And coming back to yeah. the Riviera this fall. Yeah, is that right? Are. I they will sure be there. Are. Oh, wow. And that's actually Original where I liner? saw... Yeah. yeah. That's where I saw the, the first show, uh, Garbage, uh, the first show I'd seen of theirs. So it's kind of a nice coming back home. Oh, <laughs> to see them at the same place. I don't know if I will stand in line, you know, starting at 9 a.m. to be up front. So we'll see. Is that what you did at the first oh, time you saw yes. them? Oh, I love I that. I was going to be up front, even if it was going to kill me. Did you catch her, uh, Shirley, Mc- Shirley, what's her name again? Shirley Manson. Shirley Manson. Manson, Manson. I wanted to say McLean, and I knew that, that was so wrong. <laughs> no, different Shirley. 
<laughs> so you, I'm guessing you didn't catch her handkerchief. <laughs> no, but I took a bunch of pictures with my disposable camera. <laughs> yes. <laughs> selfie? You, you created the selfie? I didn't take any selfies. I just took pictures of them. I was being a little... I didn't want to try. You couldn't selfie correctly with the yeah, disposable you can't. camera. That was a gamble. <laughs> and you only have 24 pics, so you don't really right. want to... Right, and I don't uh, want to waste them on, it. like, half of my face Very and, like, true. half of the band. <laughs> it was often just an eyeball that you would see in the corner of the of the photo with some somebody in the background when you were taking a selfie like that. Yeah. Oh, it, was just, it was just bad. It was just bad. All right, so we got Mike here from Jam Productions. We're going over the schedule. Um, what else have we got coming up, Paul? There were some great, great shows coming up. We talked about Jim James. What I did notice... Uh, not on the schedule is the return of the band live now you and i got to see a post lala show which lives mental jewelry is a great album i will say that but uh seeing them in concert 20 years after the album it wasn't it wasn't the it same didn't do it for it you didn't do it for you but i will say and i'm proud that you said that when you think of them you think of me because I, yeah. they do have one of the greatest songs with a reference to placenta what it's band true. could do that? Mike? It's true. <laughs> it's you know the what? song. And every You're time exactly I hear right. that song now, <laughs> which you'd be surprised, mm-hmm. grocery store. Lightning crashes is I mean, still mm-hmm. elevator music. That's a, we should, it's around. Bar mitzvahs, child's, <laughs> yes. children's birthday parties. And I've ruined it for you. I No. I've made I, it, it better. It, it just makes me remember our night together at the park west <laughs> what's going on here what am i missing we gotta go story, to commercial guys? oh we, we do darn it okay we'll <laughs> tease that as well we're gonna take a quick commercial break here on the night side with mike and paul we'll be back in two seconds hey welcome back to wgn's night side this is michael heideman with my fellow friend paul farver friend <laughs> we got a text from the 224 saying would you please ask the radio host to introduce himself or at least give their names we just did we've we've been trying to do that often but we got to say it more michael heideman and paul farvar write our bosses <laughs> tell them how much you love us we will be totally fine well, with that do that now because you might not like us after we play the game later uh what's paul eating which That's is right. coming up in a few minutes but yes we have a, we have a game coming up and, and we're very excited it's a listener favorite paul it is and a producer favorite even patty said that uh her boss yeah your boss and my boss i guess stephanie Mm -hmm. said it's her favorite show it's it's one of the finest games in 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 radio history to be honest it's called what's paul eating you might know it from the patty vasquez and andrea darlis show and we're gonna be playing it after the news paul can you give us just a little bit of a taste of (laughs) what it's like i cannot there's only so much we could do but what it is is we're gonna need two callers we're gonna give away tickets Mm -hmm. to everyone's a lawyer this sunday at uh, the laugh factory that's um Really? That's what we're giving away? Yeah, we'll give away That's an awesome prize. Yeah, and uh, we'll talk to a comedian who works on the show in a bit, too. Oh, I'm so excited. There's so much great stuff coming up here on WGN Radio. Welcome back to WGN's Nightside with host Michael Heideman and Paul Farvar. Yes, we are back. And it's almost that time for what we've been waiting for all night. Oh, I'm so excited, Paul. What's Paul eating? We will talk about that soon. And by the way, we need callers for the game. You're going to win two tickets to Everyone's a Lawyer, which is uh, this Sunday at the Laugh Factory. We have a comedian that works on the show with me on that page, Blair. Paige, how are you? You're up late? I'm doing so well. Thank you for having me. Okay. Yeah, it's up late. You guys are wild. When do you sleep? (sighs) Huh? 
Not not very often. I <laughs> know. We, we have we. You know what it is? It's we have an espresso machine right outside the studio. Yes, I have that. It. I think both of us are in, are partaking in. Yes, we did that. Also, still in the show with us is Michael Macery from Jam Productions. Mike, you're going to be at Everyone's a Lawyer on Sunday as well. I right? will. You're going to be uh, pro- the professor on the show, <laughs> right? A junk professor. Paige, uh, you were, you've seen this show. I've seen How the show. How would you describe it as an outsider? You you got to get involved after we've had 10 shows. We do this once a month. You came and saw it. Mm-hmm. How would you describe it? I would describe it as intellectual comedy. Intellectual comedy? Yeah, about current events, <laughs> but with like a dumb take on it. Yes. <laughs> it's comedians acting as lawyers, which is the last the thing you want. Blunt truth. I yes. love that answer. <laughs> So yeah, it's a it's a fun show. Uh, this week um, we have Carly Kane, who's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam Burke, who is on the WGN show Pat Tom Sulo show, and also been on Wait Wait Don't Tell Me, and the returning champion just off of his uh, tour at Just for Laughs in Montreal, which is an amazing thing for comedians. Joe McMahon, Joe you saw him McMahon. win I last saw him month. Win. It, it was, was pretty fun, Michael. I saw him win the 1985 Super Bowl. He was so <laughs> yes. freaking phenomenal. Like, yes. yes, he That's and him. Sweetness made it. <laughs> sweetness. Also, you saw him at the Super Bowl Shuffle, which was filmed at the Vic Theater. At the Park West. Oh, Park West, filmed my bad. at the Park West. Yes, really? right. 1985. Yes. Good year. Uh-huh. Would you Good say year to that? Be born. Yeah. Would you say that the? Would you rather see the Super Bowl Shuffle live or the Ariana Grande show you saw today? Ooh, that's tough. But <laughs> I think the Super Bowl Shuffle live would be uh, pretty special. So. Mm-hmm. All right. I think we've done our part. I think it's time for the game. Are you guys? So you guys don't even know what this game is. You guys can actually partake. In what's Paul eating? <laughs> we'll be caller one, caller two. You can be <laughs> contestants to see who wins. Are we ready, Mike? I think we're ready. Because, Sarah, can you play that beat? It's time to guess what Paul is eating. What's he putting in his mouth? He's chomping out some broccoli, pig's feet, grits, or spaghettios. <laughs> It's back. It is. I feel like we haven't played this in a while. Yeah. Every time we play it, it feels like it's been far too long <laughs> that we played another episode of What's Paul Eating? It is amazing. So here's what how the game works. Uh, we have callers call in. Uh, the number, 312. What is the number? 312-981-7200. And uh, you call in, and you're going to guess uh, what I'm chewing. Mm-hmm. And if you are correct, you're going to get two free tickets to Everyone's a Lawyer, either this Sunday, August 26th, or the next month, which is at the end of September, September 30th. Uh, should we do a sample round so people know? And you know, Mike and Paige, you guys are going to play uh, until we get a caller, which we don't even have Fine. a caller yet. I hope yeah. we got lots of snacks lined up, Paul. Um, we do. We're gonna I feel do- like I feel like the calling line is about to explode <laughs> once we once we play this game. Though very way. simple. Mm. So everyone uh, be on the edge of their seat, be ready with their ears <laughs> turned up to eleven. For the first round of what's Paul eating? Okay, so this is a sample round, and and you can ask questions that are answered yes or no if you guys want to pick. So, uh, you guys, Mike and Paige, you need to close your eyes. Casera, uh, do you want to play as well? If when let's see, you got to take a call. I mean, I kind of already know what it is. No, no, no. no. They, <laughs> they, you can't hidden. tell. Everything is in the same bag. Right. So. I, I, oh, I can't tell. Oh, okay, then yeah, I yeah, I'm game. Let's do. Okay, this. so here, right now, you guys all saw the Lay's. The the mm-hmm. thing, so you think you know what it is? Yes, but, we think it's a. So, we think it's like. So this is a sample round. So uh-huh. you guys can see this round. This is what a barbecue potato chip sounds like when you chew it on the air. So you guys ready? This yeah. is a sample round. So here, ready? 
Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I'd say chip. That was a good. That was a, chip. That was a fresh chip. Guess the flavor. That'd be fun. <laughs> Ooh, there's no guess. So that was the first round. So, Mike. Um, I don't know what uh, I don't know what we're gonna do. We don't, this is the first time we've had, we've done this game. This is very meta. Yeah. Any calls. So um, so what we're gonna do? Well, they, they gotta understand what the game is, Paul. So I just told now, them. So now you guys know. <laughs> this is how no it works. Like, yeah, it's just it's like, like it's like where am I called? First time. That's it. <laughs> we, uh, so okay. So we, so we we heard the sound. Now we gotta guess what that sound was, Paul. Can we get okay. it one more time? By same chance? one. The same one. Okay. So I'm gonna really close my eyes. Okay, so this is what a chip sounds like. It's like a control, okay? We're okay. nothing if we're not accurate. <laughs> all right, all right. I think I got it, Paul. Okay, without seeing, my first guess is... Well, you just got, I just told you what it was. Oh, why the we were supposed to guess like, the <laughs> oh, flavor? Oh, no, no, that was the... Oh, okay, you want Paul, to guess the flavor? Darn it, can we just play a sample round of this game? <laughs> I mean, you keep I'm saying begging. sample round. Yes. So sample means... <laughs> All right, you know what? Everyone knows. I'm not Mike a- and Paige, you guys are our contestants. We're just going to yeah. do this first round. You guys close your eyes. Okay. Okay. Did you want to play? Because Sarah, yeah, you're playing. My eyes right. are closed. Let's do it. All this. right, don't yeah, look. Do Here, can we get a drum beat, Mike? Yes, we can. Ooh, that's a toughie. Peanuts. Okay. Is that how the game works? No, no. you can guess or you can, <laughs> yes. you can just guess or you can ask a question before you take Uh-oh. a guess. It's got to be a yes or no question. She went straight to peanuts. I guess that's my answer. Yours is peanut? Or, okay. Can I ask a question? Yes, though? you may. Sure. Is it something com- people are commonly allergic to that could kill them? People <laughs> can be allergic to it, but it's, it's not one of the most common ones. Not allergic for everybody. Mike, do you have a question before you mm. take a guess? <laughs> is it a salty snack? It is salty, yes. Cassara, do you have a question before you take a guess? I have no questions. All right, what's your guess then? Well, let's let's recap real quick. Non not allergic for everyone. <laughs> right. A salty snack. Yeah. Yes. Can I ask a question real quick, Paul? No. You're not? not playing cuz you already know all the options. You saw them. I did not see them. But but I'm ready to go with uh Cassara's first answer. I feel like it's either a peanut or a pretzel. Okay, so mm-hmm. someone already said peanut. Are you going to say peanut too? You could. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. Say I trust. I trust Paige. We'll Cassara, go right, goes, I trust you too, Cassara. Cassara right, goes with Mike, peanuts. What are you going to go with? I'm going to go with uh, pork rind. Pork oh. rind. Mike oh. goes with pork rind. It's a good one. Can Everyone we? was wrong. Cashews. Wow. It was an almond, a salted almond. <sighs> Uh, I should have. Can, can we just be more general next time and say nope. in the nut family? Yeah, nope. I should have just said a nut. <laughs> no credit. You will get no credit. You could have just said nut, but you yelled peanut, Paige, so you lost. Go with your gut. All right, let's let's do one more quick sample round. All right, okay. here's another sample. Are you guys ready? Yep. That's a Cheeto. Casera is going directly going with boldly. Cheeto. Okay. Wait, Cheeto. can I hear it again, or it's gone already? No, one it's more. not gone. I could do it again. One more sample. <laughs> swallow first. All right, here we go. Okay. Paige, do you have any questions? I have a question. Go ahead. Is it a vegetable? Yes. Oh, Cu- man. Cucumber. Okay, you can guess that. We'll tell you. Mike, do you have any questions before you guess? No, I'm going to guess carrot. Okay. Because, Sarah, you're sticking with your Cheeto? No, definitely not. Cheetos are not vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, to some people, they are. <laughs> What is your guess? Let's do a quick recap. Is it it a vegetable? Uh, Yes. 
Oh, then I'm going to say carrot. Baby carrot. Okay. No, oh, yeah, the baby answer, carrot. The answer, now, are you someone with baby carrot or carrot? I'm going to say baby carrot. Because Mike a, already said carrot, and I'm you'll distinguish yourself, if or a, you'll be tied with no, Mike. Baby carrot. Okay, you're going for the win, and you are incorrect. It's just a regular carrot. Oh, God. Mike is regular lead. carrot is that size? Regular carrot. It's just, I, I hit it in my hand. Oh, wow. That's why, because you shouldn't be watching, cheater. All right. Is so this how you won that contest? Did you cheat to get into I'm the- not even looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying in general, like I was just saying you just pop it in your mouth. So I'm like, what carrot did you find? I, I have I have my ways. It's all hidden in this bag. Okay. This, this is amazing. We we have we have tempers flaring right now for this. This next is the most aggressive of- version yes. of what's Paul eating we've ever had. Ever, ever. Ever. Let's get some calls in. Call us 312-981-7200. We're giving away two tickets to see everyone's a lawyer here I in Chicago. I just got a call. We can give away four tickets. Four, four tickets. Four we just doubled tickets. the ante. Four tickets. Four, and we're getting some calls. That's all you need to do, Paul. Four <laughs> tickets. All right, let's take a quick break here. And everyone, turn up their hearing aids. Turn up your earbuds to 11 for another episode of What's Paul oh, Eating? Right eating. after this. Welcome, welcome back to WGN's Nightside with host Mike Heideman and Paul Farfar. Michael, we got a text or a call from someone who wants to play, and he says that we've already made a mistake. And you know what we are known for? We're nothing if we're not accurate. Yes, that's very show. true. So, what? Uh, Thorough vetting. What's the, what's the caller saying? He wants to play as well? Yes, we got our good friend Patrick who needs to correct something in the Fan judgment that you made. Yes, Patrick, what's going on? Yes, how you doing? I'm hey, good. Uh, just, I heard that I used to be in the food industry a long time. The only reason I know this is that uh, there's no such thing as baby carrots. That's just <laughs> a label put on a package. Those are actually just regular carrots that they put in a machine and they, they grind them down because they look ugly. So they look better that way and they call them baby carrots. Uh, well, I, I mean, I understand your argument, but, you know, according to Mariano's, they're baby carrots, so... All right. Well, Mariano's got to go with that, then, huh? Well, you know what? We're going to give Sarah half a yes. point for baby carrots. Give it right. to Patrick, but you want to play as well, is that correct? Yes, please. Okay, have you right. played the game before, Patrick? Have you won it in the last three and a half years? No, I haven't played okay. it. Okay, we will allow it. <laughs> All right, so Patrick, just a rundown of what we got going on here. We've got Mike. We've got with one point. Casera with half a point. Paige, you're yet no to get on the get yet. on the leaderboard there. And Patrick, you just started. Paige, but before we get into the next round, um, what do you got coming up here in the next few weeks? Okay, so. Tomorrow night I'm on uh, Burnt, which is a new show at Laugh Factory. It's a roast show where two comedians just go after each other, making fun of all their soft spots. <laughs> Great. And Who are you roasting? Allie Drapos. Okay. Yeah, I've been writing a lot of fun stuff about her. And then tomorrow night at 10 o'clock I'm headlining the Chicago Funny Women's Fest. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah, 15 minutes. I'll be talking, talking, talking. But I do want to say that when two carrots love each other very much mm-hmm. and they get together. <laughs> yeah, what do you call that? <laughs> they get married and then they, they have a baby carrot. It's fine. She'll be doing jokes like that at the roast tomorrow. All right. All right. And Mike, what do you what do you have going on in the upcoming weeks? Where can we find you? Other than an Ariana oh, Grande boy. concert. Uh, Saturday night, I'm at the Vic again mm-hmm. with uh, kind of an interesting one. Uh, it's called Off the Mound with Ryan Dempster. Oh, yes. Wow. And, uh, one of my favorites. It's sort of Ryan's... Uh, it's like Ryan hosting The Tonight Show. He has a band, he does a monologue, and he 
then he has guests. And no he has had, uh, comedian Joe Kilgallen is doing warm up on that show too. A good friend of ours. Oh, great. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and uh, Anthony Rizzo and Carrie Wood and Ozzy Guillen, and so that's, very different for me. That's uh, huge, but it's exciting. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so that's he's be really the funny too. Saturday night, he is Ryan Dempster is yeah. the funniest uh, uh, baseball player in the world. That's like not, he could he could have done comedy. I've told him that he knows. Yeah, he think he, he he and he will Saturday yeah. night at the <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I mean, he could also do stand up as a career. Oh. I, he just, uh, but yeah, he'll. This is maybe his uh, his mojo. Well, right on. Before we before we go into the the next round, which everyone is waiting for at the edge of their seat, <laughs> where can we find you too? What's your what's your Instagram Instagram handles? Or if you don't have one, yeah. it could be anything. <laughs> I don't think Mike. Email. I do Gmail. not have an Instagram. He's like, what's Instagram? What about Twitter, Mike? No? No. I, I, do, I don't even remember well, his what website. it is. I just, I don't tweet. I watch. Okay. Um, but I do not tweet. Well, um, you can catch the shows yeah, at jamusa.com. Uh, jamusa.com is where you can find out about uh, all the stuff we're doing at Jam. Yeah. Right on. Cool. How about you, Paige? Um, if you want to find me, you should look at... Um, me on Instagram at page p a i g e underscore blur b l u r r, which is just a fun take on my last name. Okay, <laughs> I love it. All right, Patrick, let's bring you in here for the yeah. final round of. Oh, is that final? Because I have two. Because if if Patrick, if you win this round, it's going to go into overtime with you and Michael. Yes, we got two minutes. Okay, so are okay. you ready? Patrick, have you I been playing so. along? You know what's been happening? Obviously, no a little. Just, okay. You know, I, I tuned in only minutes. I heard the baby carrot thing, and, uh, <laughs> you know. All right. right All right, so we're going to this round. This could take it to overtime, or Mike will win. All, All right. right. Here we go. Ready? Yes. Let's go. Hit it. Drum roll. All right. Mm. I have a question. Mm. Paige has a question. Is this, okay. Does this happen to be the same thing you ate in the first round? <laughs> no. Okay. Patrick, do you have any questions? Uh, you want me to answer yet? or No, I mean, you can ask a question before you answer. Or you can right. answer if you know what it is. Okay. Um, well, I don't want to give it away. Can somebody else guess my same answer if I give an answer? Go for uh, it, Patrick. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, I don't want that to happen, so okay, I'm not going to ask you any wanna, questions. You want to pass. Mike, you got to yeah. go next. That makes sense. You know what? We don't have any time for questions. we got to go straight to the lightning round. Sweet what do you think, Mike? Dorito. Okay. Mike says C- Dorito. Sarah, what do you say? A regular Cheeto. Okay. Mm-hmm. What do you say, Patrick? I think potato chip. Everyone is wrong. Oh, wow. It was celery. Oh. oh, it was celery. What is up with you all these healthy snacks? Well, <laughs> we, we we still didn't do a few of the other rounds. So, Mike Lemaistre is our winner. Patrick, if you want to stick around, uh, give Casario information. We'll give you two tickets to the Laugh Factory for uh, Sunday's Everyone's a Lawyer as well. Thank oh. you for playing and thanks for correcting us. That is so nice. All right, let's close out the show. We we was been it's been such a pleasure hanging out with you guys. My name is Michael Heideman. Paul Farvar here. That was fun. That was a lot of fun, It went Paul. by. We didn't get to do a lot of the stuff you and I had planned for hours, days, weeks. We have a stack of paper here that we didn't even get we to. I think we need to. to do this again sometime, I hope Paul. so. I hope we could. If you liked what you heard, please tell people and uh, check us out on our podcast, Two Guys, One Album. Yep. Uh, you can find me at uh, paulfcomedy.com or uh, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter's at Paul Farvar, Common Spelling. Mm-hmm. And you can find me at michaelheideman.com. Good luck with that spelling. Uh, but you can also <laughs> find me on Instagram. It's under Arthur Fonzarelli. Yes, that's yes. the Fonz. Common spelling. And Michael 
Heidemann is the Twitter name. But other than that, it's been a total pleasure. Thank you to all of our team members. Thank yes. you, Sarah. You Thanks, rule. Thanks, Sarah. Good luck at the show. Mike, Paige, fantastic seeing you guys. And Paul, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was. I guess I'll see you tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs>